In this episode, we hear from Amber. Amber was raised pretty strict Southern Baptist. Ooh, that's no joke either. Nope. And what's funny about this, so this was from the summer. We're a little backlogged on Mm -hmm. letters. Mm -hmm. But keep sending them in. Keep sending them in. She said um, that the missionaries of her hometown church were going to go to Utah to convert Mormons to (laughs) Southern Baptist, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is so crazy. Yeah, she's like, is that a thing? Actually, it is. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I got a story to tell. Okay, we should get to that after the break. All righty. We are supported by New Dating App. Dating is difficult under even normal circumstances. Then try explaining your nutty religious upbringing to someone. Am I right? Yeah, like the weird looks you get when you throw out expressions like, uh, what is that? Health in the navel, marrow in the, I don't know. Bones. Bones, okay. Strength in the loins and the seniors. Okay, listeners, maybe don't do that. No, don't do it. And now that you've left Mormonism, you've probably been kicked out of the singles ward. So now what? Download new, an ex-Mormon dating app available on both Android and iPhone. Get ready to find post-Mormon love with someone who understands your background. Visit newdating.app and learn more. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everybody, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is episode 33 of LDL Letters. The Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail Podcast. I got that shit memorized. You did great. You didn't even read your notes. Uh, Do I have notes? No, No, I have a letter to read. Yeah, we're going to read that. written down. You're reading today? I think it's my turn. Okay. You trying to take that away from me? (laughs) No. Doesn't she at the end ask about, like, P.S., have you ever been... Yeah, we teased that in the open, so maybe we should just jump into that before we get into Amber's letter. Yeah. Yeah, so missionaries from other churches came to try to convert you? Mormons aren't the only crazy ones out there. So I remember sitting in the big um, cafeteria slash student lounge at BYU, and there was this girl sitting across from me, and she was like a brand new convert to Mormonism. Oh, my goodness. Which made me feel kind of bad for her because— she kind of got surrounded by a couple of dudes that were asking her about her testimony, like kind of <laughs> getting in her talk. And then 
they busted out their Bible and started showing her scriptures as to why Mormonism was wrong and of the devil. Oh, my gosh, the actual Bible. The actual one. Versus part three, which is the Book of Mormon. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) I felt bad for her because she was flustered, didn't know what to say, because what do you say when both religions are just a scam? And they are definitely pointing things out in the Bible that she just didn't have an answer for, like the part about you can't add to the Bible or it's evil or whatever. Um, (laughs) I don't know that verse. It's in Revelations or something. But anyway, there's a whole thing. I know that that actually wasn't the last blah, 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 whatever. I know. Don't write in and try to explain to me why that's true. I don't think it is. It's not. But (laughs) It's um, a random collection of books, in my opinion. No, and you're right. And But if someone who doesn't know that, Mm -hmm. and then they show you, look, in the Bible right here, it says that if you add to the Uh Bible, it's of the devil. And and she's sure. like, uh, like all confused, like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So I felt bad for her, but they're both cults, actually, so who cares? They were on missions. My cult is better. No, my cult is better. Mm-hmm. We're both wrong, but you're wronger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they take a bus. It's like their mission trip. Oh my gosh. And they bus to BYU or other Mormon schools because Mormons are going to hell and they need to save them. Oh, for sure. They just turn them loose on campus. It's fantastic. Fun. Yeah, and it, it really bothered me then, but now thinking about it, Mormons do the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. So both y'all just keep it up. Keep fighting over who is the most wicked. Or the more righteous. Mm-hmm. It's just funny that they're allowed on campus. That surprises me. Um, I don't know if they're allowed, but they just kind of blend in, you know? they, well, they, they go just wear the tie and the white shirt and shit? Or... No, no, no. no. <laughs> they go looking like students. Yeah. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah. I know that my ex-husband Brent's brother, Jared, he was in uh, North Carolina somewhere, and they would go on the campuses and talk to students. So it's the same oh, damn thing. Oh, my gosh. It, it is. Of course, it's the same thing. All right. Well, shall we get into Amber's letter? Yes. So this letter is from Amber. <laughs> well, that's, that's wow. <laughs> this came in over the summer. So if you have written us, please don't be discouraged mm-hmm. if it's been a while. We have a backlog of letters and we're really trying our hardest to get to all of them. It takes we a did. while. Yes, and our patrons get top priority mm-hmm. because they are subscribers to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Also, if we get letters in from people who are not Mormon. Sometimes or, we like to throw those into the mix. Yeah, throw them in so it's not Mormon over and over, which I love the Mormon no stories. Offense, Mormon, Mormon. No, not at all. But it is nice to throw something else in Every the now mix. and then, mm-hmm. like to throw in another one from mm-hmm. a different perspective. Yes. So Amber, uh, I think we've already talked about this. She was raised Southern Baptist. So get it, girl. Mm-hmm. Let's dive in. Hi, Mary and Shelley. Hi, Amber. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this podcast. You're welcome. I am a nevermo, but so much of the fundamentals of what you guys talk about has been my experience as well with religion. I grew up Baptist, but just recently found out that there are two versions of Baptists and that the religion I grew up in is classified as Southern Baptist. Mm. Yeah, that's the hardcore one. Yeah, isn't that like Westboro? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What is Westboro Baptist yeah, Church? Yeah, for sure. After learning about the differences between Southern Baptist teachings and American Baptist teachings, I can see why I felt so trapped. I definitely identify with Shelley's feelings of women being immensely undervalued in the church, and she puts in parentheses, although it wasn't as obvious to me at the time. Exactly. Yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. I didn't recognize it. I just thought that's I, I didn't see it as being undervalued. I just saw, like, this is how it is, and sucks for me because I'm a woman, but yeah. there's nothing that I could do about it. This is totally normal, totally right. This mm-hmm. is how it is. Yep. God wants you to be a second-class citizen, yes. evidently. it hurts. Yeah. yeah. Undervalued in the church and feeling as though I can't mess up at all or I'll go to H-E double hockey sticks. Hell, just say it. Hell, <laughs> hell, hell, hell. That's funny. I remember going through some days actively thinking about all the ways that I had sinned that day, 
which could include thinking something mean about someone, or feeling so guilty about not obeying, quote, thy mother and thy father. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so formal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. By not cleaning my room that day. Wow, she was filled with guilt, wasn't she? From, like, early on. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know all of these are seemingly small infractions, but these are things I was thinking about when I was 10 and younger. Jesus. That is so much to put on a little kid. Mm -hmm. Seriously. It's too much for an adult, much less a child Mm -hmm. who's, like, guilt and, oh, God, fucking religion. Yeah, religion sucks. I was taught that respecting your elders meant not questioning them about anything. Yeah, Mm. for sure, Mm. right? Well, that'll set them up for abuse, won't it? Right, yeah. But I mean, you you went through that, right? Of course I did. Yeah, Yeah. of course I did. Any question I had could be answered by the Bible. Gosh. My goal in life as a, quote, woman of God was to find a godly man and have kids to spread the word of Jesus throughout the world. Huh, sounds like Mormonism. <laughs> it sure does. And if you pray about it, God will send an answer in some form. When I started to learn about sex in junior high, <gasps> not sex, <laughs> I repressed everything because I was told that I didn't need to worry about it until I was married. Oh my God. Wow. So what are you supposed to do on your wedding night? You you know nothing about it. You know nothing. You haven't practiced any of You have of it. the worst wedding night of your life. Yeah, for sure. It's it a lot of horrible. what I've heard. Yeah. Mm. Abstinence only education in church and school. Yay, she says. So when a staff member of the church singled me out, and started making sexual advances on me when I was 17. Oh, my God. And had never kissed someone before. I had no way of knowing how to remove myself from the situation. If this behavior was okay, when had it gone too far? Or who to talk to about how I was feeling about the whole thing? There was no information that I had that would help me advocate for myself. When I learned about sexual assault, it was always in the form of an aggressive attack— Never a manipulative person that was in a position of authority over you, using you for their own wants. It came down to me saying no when he was pushing for me to lose my virginity to him. Jesus. To get him to back off. Wow. Even though he had never respected me saying no before then. And even after that, he guilted me into feeling sorry for him that I said no. Oh, my God. It didn't really hit me how close I came to being sexually assaulted that night until a couple of years later. I lost all my friends because I was bitter, guilty, and angry about the whole thing. Of course she's going to be bitter, guilty, and guilty. Well, what do you (sighs) expect, right? These, like, super traditional, high-demand, culty religions that are just way, way conservative, they just—best case, they don't prepare kids for real life. They just don't. Mm -hmm. Worst case— they this traumatize them. Yeah. They set them up to be abused. The kids are abused. Like, it's, yeah, I hate it. I really think this imbalance of power in religious institutions is is really dangerous. Yeah. Because you have these men in authority mm-hmm. who feel like they're very powerful. Yeah. And then it's a slippery slope to how to wield that power. Yep. And unfortunately, we see case after case after case of this. This is not me being um, a man hater, truly. Right. right. I'm just reading the letters yeah. and um, we, we know a lot of great men yeah I, there are a lot of wonderful men out there that I adore love that to would death. never do that would never ever and when they hear about this shit they get pissed oh, and they sure. want to kill the person yeah. who abused the child there's yeah. great men out there but and for we some reason getting in this like a religious situation where, where you, you have, have a lot this of power, power 
Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and it makes you think, like, what came first? Was the dude already a predator, and now he's in the church and he has access? Because it's a great environment for him to yes, thrive. right. Or— That's probably what happens. Yeah. I but think, do they choose it, or once they're in it, like, their predatory I don't know. Um, instincts come out? I don't know. Either way, it just seems to be rampant I just in, think in religion. Um, high-demand religions are a great place for predators to practice their craft. Yeah. I really do. It's unfortunate. It's yeah. really, really sad to me. Yeah. So Amber says she lost her friends because she was bitter, guilty, and angry, even though she never told them. She says, because I couldn't trust them to, A, take my side over his, and B, not shame me for it. Mm, Add some shame in there. Let's get a big, healthy dose of shame on top of the guilt. Because she knows these friends of hers have been raised and told the same things that she has. And so she's probably like, you know, they're not going to believe me. They're going to tell me it's my fault because Mm -hmm. she would have thought the same thing about them until it happened to her. Yeah, it's like, well, what were you wearing? Exactly. What did you do to entice him? Yeah, he right? wouldn't He wouldn't do that. He right. wouldn't do that. Unless you were being some sort of floozy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's blame the victim. Yeah. She says there's more, and isn't there always more? Always. <laughs> One of the big things that convinced me to leave the church was that I realized I wasn't able to make my own mind up about anything. Yeah. Gay marriage is something that I felt very strongly about, even though I am cis, and ultimately was the catalyst for me deciding to do research on topics that I had been told the answer to and to go and make up my own mind. Mm. So is that that's kind of an oxymoron right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, we're going to tell you what to think, but you go ahead and make your own mind up about it. Oh, I told I was told that <laughs> in different ways so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, yeah, study about it, read about it, pray about it, and let the Lord reveal to you. Sure. Oh, but if it's not going to reveal to you what we've told it's you the answer spirit. is, it's the wrong spirit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Amber says, I ended up being on the opposite side of every argument the church made. <laughs> I think I am a better person now than I was because I have actual reasons for saying the things I say and believing the things I believe. Yeah. Unfortunately, my dad believes that me leaving my hometown and getting my own opinions about religion and literally anything else was the worst decision that I have ever made, and he has told me as much point blank. God, this makes me think of um, that part in Beauty and the Beast, the old cartoon one, yeah. where what's what's the guy's name, the big macho meathead guy? Oh, like Gaston or something yeah, Gaston. like that. He's like making fun of Beauty, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. that she's reading. And he's like, first, what is this reading? Pretty soon you'll be <laughs> thinking. <laughs> is that in that movie? It is. It's hilarious because <laughs> it's like, oh my God. It's such a, it's laughable in the movie because it's like this big meathead. Like, that's what her dad is doing. Yeah. You know, don't go out in the world and learn anything. Right. Don't, don't read and then think on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Especially not as a woman. No. Don't do that. No, no. No, 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 no. Well, this woman here is deciding that she is going to take a break. Want to join me? Yes. (laughs) You made that decision on your own, though, right? Um, I need to call my bishop and see. (laughs) See if it's appropriate to take a commercial break. (laughs) Uh, From Latter-day Lesbian? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good idea. I'm sure he'll be on board. Oh, for sure. Be right back. We are supported by one damn good brew, apostate coffee. Specifically, the lesbian medium dark variety. A delicious, roasty, toasty blend that's sure to make postal workers in remote Mormon towns super twitchy. (laughs) Yet we have a first-hand account of that one. Sure do. This yummy java is roasted in small batches, so it's super fresh the moment it arrives at your doorstep. 
And it's a balanced blend with zero acidity. And hey, it's named after us. So that's reason enough to give it a shot. I know it. So ditch that grocery store crap and give the lesbian blend a try today at apostatecoffee.com. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. We are back. Hello. Hello. Amber says that her relationship with her dad took a hit, and he is trying more now, but it's hard living with the fact that my dad, of all people, would dismiss my thoughts and feelings because they are different from his after raising me to think for myself and to be an independent woman, except in the case of religion, she Of course. Says. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think if God exists, as a lot of people think about him, isn't he big enough? I mean, he gave us brains. I mean, can't he handle a little questioning? You know, and I agree with you because that's something that I definitely struggled with as I was starting to leave the church. It's like, why are we not allowed to come to our own conclusions? Did God really put us here to shut our brains down and listen to some guy who says he speaks for God? Yeah. I would never want my kids to do that. Think of all the things that humans have accomplished by yeah. using their brains. Yes. Why are they not allowed to think about this topic? I, I know. I know. It doesn't it's, make any it's sense. It's ridiculous. And I, I thought about, you know, my dad was always impressed by me if I somehow used my brain. Like, okay. oh, like it took him off guard. Like when Brent and I moved across the country and I opened my own bank account. And he's like, well, how'd you learn how to do that? Oh, wow. <laughs> Like, wow, well, good job, you know, when I, when I did something that was oh, just pathetic and little gosh. and small. But then again, as I use my brain to think my way out of this fucked up cult, he's like, no, 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 no. You, you need to listen to me. I know. You're supposed to trust me. I'm your father. I would never lie to you. I would never do anything to bring you harm. This is the one true church. It's like, I should trust you because you say so, right? Uh -huh. But if I figure out on my own how to open my own bank account, that's great. Well, and you know what? How dismissive, seriously. Oh, completely. You should have said... I know, and I'm a little woman and everything. Mm -hmm. Can you believe it? You know what I did say? What? Oh, when he said about the <laughs> the bank account? Yeah, mm -hmm. it just kind of threw me off. I, I'd never really realized how sexist he was mm -hmm. until I was kind of away from Oh yeah, away from them, away from Utah. Well, and I get that. Are you ever in a situation where somebody says something like passive aggressive or just weird or sexist or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and you just don't know how to respond in that moment? Well, it doesn't even hit you until like, 10 seconds right. later and the conversation's changed and then you're like, fuck, did he just say that? Or like an hour later. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Okay, back to Amber's letter. Okay. Evidently, her dad offered to arrange a marriage for her. That was so nice of him. <laughs> when she was 22. Jesus. <laughs> uh, she says, but I suppose that story is more ranting than anything informative. Although I really want to hear, hear that. It. I totally yeah, want to yeah, hear that. Yeah, for sure. 
She says, however, today I am more informed. I am more open to discussion of ideas different from mine. I am happier not having to catalog all of my sins for the day and ask forgiveness for each one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, how exhausting. Yeah. Basically, how could you just not feel shame and guilt all the time? Yeah. You know, if you're just all you're doing is thinking about all your wrongdoings all yep. the time. And your wrongdoings are things like not cleaning your room. I mean, that's some sh—seriously, like, I'll yeah. feel guilty when, you know, if I lose my temper and yell at one of my kids and it just, mm-hmm. just wasn't warranted, or if I've hurt your feelings, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. like a real cause, you know? Like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Sure. I want to change that. But to feel guilty because I didn't clean my room and I'm supposed to do whatever my parents say— mm-hmm. Oh, what a waste of guilt. There's so many yeah. better things to feel guilty for out there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't make the bed today. So there you go. So disappointed. Should I feel should I feel some guilt? A hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. No, okay. I don't really do guilt very much. No, no. Yeah. No. I've tried guilting you and this shit doesn't Have work. You? No. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I know. That's my point. No, I haven't. Yeah, my mother jokes that she can never guilt me. Because, you know, <laughs> it bounces mm-mm. off of you. I mean, if I do something. Sometimes I get really stressed if I'm overwhelmed, if I have too much on my plate, and somebody asks me to do one more thing. I mm-hmm. have a little moment of like, Bleh! right? Yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Yep, you've seen that. And I don't love that. And hopefully it's not in the abusive category. No, it's not It's just at all. sort of letting off a little steam, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that, right? What I wish for you, though, is that you would at least feel enough guilt in that moment that you would want to have makeup sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> is that a fight? Was that considered a fight? You thought I was going somewhere for real with that, didn't you? Uh, You know, I never know with you. (laughs) That seems about right, uh, about on par, actually. Uh (laughs) Funny girl. Yeah. But usually I recognize it. Yeah. And I can talk about it and apologize. You're very quick to apologize. You really are. You're very quick to come to me and just want to hold me and talk. Yeah. I mean, ideally, what would be better is if I didn't ever have like a little, you know, tantrum or well, whatever. Well, sure, but we're humans and we get stressed and we snap. It's so it's yeah. okay. I'm never... I don't want to snap. No, I know. Is this therapy for me right now? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Should we get back to Amber's letter? Oh, sorry. Amber, are you still there? <laughs> Amber? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Amber says, these days, from a spirituality standpoint, I don't know how I identify, though it's probably in between agnostic and atheist. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'd throw myself in there. Yeah, maybe so. But I do know that I'm working towards being happy. That's a good goal. That is where you want to land. No yeah. matter where you land spiritually, you need to be in the happiness column. And that's, Absolutely. Then, then you win. Yeah, if you can figure that out. Mm-hmm. Oh, she says, and I am. Oh, so shit. that's great right news. on, Amber. Yeah. I'm okay with the here and now and making the best of it without words like sin being anywhere in my vocabulary. Good for you. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that word, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you are both in a better place in your spirituality, too. You know what? Working on it, right? Thank you, Amber. Mm -hmm. It gets better. Yeah. Thank you for reading my long-winded email. You know what? We've had longer, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. You didn't win the long competition. (laughs) The long-ass email competition. (laughs) And for letting me vent a little to people I can trust and know for a fact that there will be no shame and no guilt attached. That's right, baby. Hell yeah. No shame, H-E no guilt. double hockey sticks, yeah. <laughs> Not here. Not here, baby. Not, Not on here. my watch, Mm-mm. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing what you do and advocating for being your most genuine self. You are welcome. Amber. Thank you, Amber. Oh, what a great letter. I know. I love it. I love it, too. I love it. Oh. 
We both love it. Is this a competition? I love it more. Do you want to go have makeup sex? Yes. <laughs> Are we fight fighting? Go, no. Yeah. Uh, does that mean makeup sex? <laughs> then yeah, we're fighting. Yeah, we're fighting. Yep, damn it. I'm so angry right now. <laughs> so angry I'm going to take off my shirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Speaking of taking off shirts. Yeah. Um, announcement. <laughs> June 6th and 7th will be in Utah for Utah Pride. We'll probably yeah. be there surrounding those dates as well. But for sure we will be there the 6th and the 7th with a booth Utah Pride. Okay. June. And uh, as that date gets closer, I'll put some information on our website about yes. that. Yes. But mark your calendars. Mark We're them excited up. to meet new people and see old friends. All right. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Amber, for this letter. That's fantastic. We loved it. If you, listeners, would like to get in touch with us, please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact mm-hmm. and get in touch. Wait, can I do a plug for channels? Sure. Marco Polo channels. Join us. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're having a good time. We've got like 20-something people in there now. Yeah. And it's videos that Mary and I um, put on there, and then people can reply with their own videos. It's great. Like today's video got me being pulled over by a cop for expired registration. You get to hear the cop's voice. It's very sexy. I don't know. Really? Her voice didn't do anything for me. Just sounded like regular voice. I'm just trying to build up Marco Polo channels. Was she hot? She's cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Marco Polo channels. You'll get a, a way more personal insight in our lives, and you get to share with the others in the groups as well. And one of these days, Josh is going to be able to communicate with us. I am certain of it. (laughs) Oh, poor Josh. (laughs) This is funny. And if you're tired of this episode, just turn it off. So (laughs) Josh is um, so far the only man in the the channels, which I love. Like my my heart has a special place for Joshua. And he watches every video because you can tell when someone's watched it. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, the app isn't working correctly on his phone and he can't leave a reply. (laughs) And so he's sent in um, like messages to Marco Polo. They haven't quite figured it out yet. I'm not sure what's going on there. But every time I see a notification pop up that Joshua has watched one of our videos, it just makes me smile. I'm like, oh, it's Joshua sitting <laughs> in the corner watching our videos and can't reply. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we I love know. you, Joshua. We'll get it figured out. I mean, not we won't. I don't know how it works, but whoever's working on it will. Okay, sounds good. All right, everybody. Talk to you real, real soon. Bye. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics in Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. <laughs>